Hello and welcome to the One-Eyed Dog Podcast. It is, well, it feels like we've been gone for weeks, months even. We had a bye last week on the podcast. We were struck down by, well, Smitty, what were we struck down by? A whole bunch of things, weren't we? Well, it was probably a cluster, wasn't it really? So there was a bit of travel for our work commitments. Uh, We just couldn't quite get our diaries together. And then you had a bit of the man flu. Oh, it was beyond man flu. And actually, I saw you tell me. Bailey Smith didn't play last night. Tim English has not been playing. Both of them have been listed as illness. So I think I'm saying you're saying you've been hanging out with. Is it your fault? You come to Baz. I'm not saying I'm hanging out with them. All I'm saying is if it's enough to knock Baz around, it's more than a man flu. Or it's like it's like the ultimate man flu because he's the ultimate man. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say thank you, Smitty, for the uh, post you put on. The Instagram, the picture of me in bed with the man flu. It was a very handsome character, sure. So I was quite yeah. impressed with that. <laughs> I did enjoy Googling uh, bloke in bed with man flu and see what images I came up with. And I thought that was the most fitting for you. And, you know, I could have said one of us struck down with a flu. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It wasn't me. <laughs> we name names here on the one I talk about. Cough, cough. <laughs> so welcome back, listeners. It is great to have you with us. Apologies that we did miss a week, but it means we've got plenty to talk about this week because we've got round 10 and round 11. Am I right there? That's round right. 10, I said a few weeks ago, we just yeah. need to get the five and five. I know. And what are we now? We've got to win three out of those four. I think that's yep. where we were situated and we did it. If we just take our minds back, if you can, Smitty and I were trying to do this before <laughs> we came on air, realizing how much you just kind of wipe your memories and move on to the, the old week by week. Cliche. Even the good memories you, you wiped them as well. <laughs> so last time we spoke with the listeners, Smitty, there are a few things that were happening. First of all, we welcomed Dave back onto the show. Uh, he was on the podcast for, for a guest appearance. <laughs> uh, just so gone you know, again. We, we've got, he's gone again. We haven't got Dave. He's on his way up to Radelaide in uh, what he would call, obviously, the great state of South Australia. He's gone for good reason, though, because he's taking his son up there who's been selected in uh, one of the rep teams, regional rep teams. So we might see him one day with, on the uh, on, on the dog's list. We'll make he, sure could the he could be our first guest. He could be the first guest on the podcast. <laughs> our first actual footballer, yeah. So Dave's off today. It's you and me, Smitty. We're carrying the can. We're going to try to get through a couple of weeks. We had Ballarat. You were going to head up. You didn't get there. No, I didn't quite get there. I had a few other commitments that um, meant I couldn't get there, but... Did enjoy um, sitting at home with the TV on and sit, settled in for a good afternoon. And I, I thought we were going to take them on comfortably, but we mm. never quite broke away. Mm. And as yep. you said, it was funny that we were talking about how a lot happens in a week and I was casting my mind back to going, it feels like a lifetime ago we took on the Suns on a, on a Ballarat. As, um, I was in, as I was introducing it then, I was like, hang on a minute, who did we play? <laughs> so, who was it? It, was mm. what? it was the Gold Coast Suns. I'm right there. Who were the ins and the outs? Did Simon Beasley play? That's right. <laughs> I'd say it was comfortable, but it was never – I mean, it wasn't like last night. It wasn't a, Obviously, it wasn't a, a blowout <laughs> in the West that Coast game. Last night was like the lazy boy recliner. Yeah. That's how comfy yeah. that was with the padded seats oh. and the built-in <laughs> massager. <laughs> That's right. But it, it, we did enough to get the job done in Ballarat, which, you know, is better than what we did last time we were in Ballarat. So happy to take – the four points there, and could you name? Could you name who played well? I mean, Basil. Well, <laughs> we just throw Basil's in. I can't even remember. Well, you're, you're right. It, it is a long week in football. Baz dominated last mm. week because I did. You, I didn't know he wasn't playing until late last night. When was Baz? No, out? I think he was. Yeah, no, I think it was a late scratching. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. Up. I don't, actually, I don't even know if he went over there. Nort's very good in the first half, dominating. Then something happened. I don't know what happened, but uh, Bevo came out during the week and did the old sort of tight-lipped Bevo routine. I can't say too much. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't think anyone still knows. I think maybe he was suggesting Nort's was being manhandled behind play. Oh, when he was just making the – yes, the, the sort yeah. of sly comment about, I can't say too much, but – Yeah, it's like – no offence, but I hate that jumper you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. Just saying no offence doesn't stop that being an offensive statement. I don't want to get in trouble here, but, but. Norton was manhandled and not looked after by the umpires. <laughs> it's the word but and no offence. No, no offence, but yeah. you've got to say something offensive. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Don't exactly. take this the wrong way. So Ballarat, any final words? I mean, we haven't had a lot of words on it. It was just, a, it was just good to get the win, right? Two in a row. Right. That was our first time we got two in a row for the year. Yep. Good call. And I think, well, we, we were challenged because I think there was a period where they were back to less than three goals or, and you think, oh, if they kick the next one. We're, because well, it did feel relatively comfortable apart from the yep. scoreboard. We missed a lot again. We ended up yeah. having 31 shots of goal. We're getting plenty but, of supply and, in there. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the king coach, but what I did notice in that Ballarat game in particular was it wasn't about set shots. It was just people taking snaps from ridiculous locations mm. Mm. or not slowing down, not passing the ball off, all these snaps over the shoulder or whatever that never looked like going in. And so it's a, it makes the scoreboard, makes our kicking, I think, look a lot worse. That's right. And to be fair, they had Jeffrey. He kicked five straight. You take his five out of their 13. Mm. And obviously he played well and deserved his goals. A couple of lucky ones. But yeah, um, yeah. good. As you said, good to get the win two in a row. And after the last time at Ballarat against Adelaide, so I think we're a little bit more positive and take the W. So we got through the week, Smitty. We overcame work, illness, everything they threw at us. As you and I, <laughs> not, the, not, not the dogs. And then we went to Western Australia. We watched them last night on TV. Pretty reasonable hour, 7.35. Enjoyed that. Perfect. And weren't we just beautiful to watch? Well, before the game started... I had that nervous energy. I was nervous. That everyone beats West Coast. Everyone's smashing West Coast. West Coast are the easy beats. Are you like, stop saying that. This is yep. where we'll fall yep. over. Please yep. don't say that. Well, I talked I talked to a bloke yesterday, and he's like, who you guys are? So we've got West Coast. He's like, oh, yeah. I said, but it's over there. And I've still got that mentality, no matter how bad they are, when you fly to Perth, you're not going to win. And so I always feel nervous about going to Perth, but they're, they're, they're not a great outfit, fair to say, the Eagles. But fair rebel. What, what I was concerned about, if I could say I could be concerned about anything last night, was that we were going to, you know, I think we were 70 points up at one stage. And I thought, well, let's not let them get four or five late ones mm. and, mm. you know, have an eight-goal win. Let's just go on with it. And my goodness, did we go on with it? Did we what? Well, when I turned the TV on at the start of the game, the very first thing I heard was, this is the strongest West Coast lineup we've seen in a long time. And <laughs> being completely biased and watching no other footy but the Bulldogs, I'm like, oh, who's back? Is it Daniel Kerr and Ben Cousins and Peter yeah, Sumich? Yeah, who's yeah. back in this side? Yeah, and then yeah. I think, oh, well, maybe they're over there, COVID, and everyone's coming back. And mm. um, I didn't know who was back, but I think that's more of – the pregame ramble. Uh, yeah, so we did. I mean, there were times last night where we were surging oh. back line and there's yeah. options everywhere. Yeah, it was like we had twice as many players on the ground. It was yeah. extraordinary. And, I mean, when you say options everywhere, we ended up with, what, 16 goal kickers? Well, I'm disappointed, actually. Mm. I think um, we'll have to drop McNeil. Selfish. He had the option to McCray. give it to who? McCray. McCray, McCray. With 30 yeah. seconds to go. That's right. Could have snapped it. 
And then there's Lockie, kick it to me, kick it to me. I want another one. <laughs> that would have been the record. So, yes, yeah, 16 different goal kickers, which is equal to any other side. I think another four sides have done that before. But what a spread. That's unbelievable. Well, a couple of my highlights. First one was when Buku got his goal. We'd already we'd kicked 23 goals, and he'd been out there all night just working Toiling hard, away. No, toiling away, not getting his hands on it much. And then he took the mark in the goal square. And if you watch the replay, he actually laughs and makes his face like you can 100% read his expression. He's like, oh, thank goodness I'm going to get one. Like I'm going <laughs> to get what we've had 23. I'm basically playing it full forward. I need to get my name on the board. So Buku, that was one highlight for me. My other, now this is the, this is the absolute top one, of course. Alex Keyes. <laughs> Alex Keyes. <laughs> his two goals. His first one. Had a bit of Shane Biggs about it, where it's he started he started off down in the back line, and he just kept running and running, and he took possession and he took possession and he took possession. He slots it, and then he gets the hundred meter penalty, and he slots it. <laughs> and I have to admit, I was thinking it was, it was Josh Kennedy, wasn't? I was like, Yeah, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like trying to slow him up on the mark. Keithy doubled his goal scoring tally in the AFL last night when he finished with two. Well, we all know. Hashtag Shane Biggs never forget. I mean, that's mm. trending mm. on uh, on Instagram and Twitter and so forth. Well, it could be hashtag Alex Keith never forget. <laughs> and he was having a laugh too, Keithy. He was. I mean, you know when he's kicking two goals, he's doing well. As you said, it's one of those games that quite often they can take their foot off the pedal or some players can come off and the other team kicks some late sort of junk time goals. But uh, not last night. We just pushed them the whole way and really wanted to go on with it. And who knows with percentage later in the year. Yeah, it all oh, very important. Great to see Tim English and Jordan Sweet playing in the same team. Yes, that were the two things. So First time. English mm. is dominating yep. early. I was welcome yep. back. Like he was on fire, just yep. everywhere, everywhere, really clean as well. But then you're right. And I think we've been saying, a lot of supporters have been saying, and I'm sure Bebo's got a plan, mind you, mm. that uh, there's there's room for both those players. And Sweetie mm. doesn't have to play the main ruck role, but those big guys don't get any smaller. You know, we're suddenly getting into a position where as players are coming back, and we're a positive podcast, so I'm just going to say it, the timing is looking pretty good for us in the back half of the year. We've got players coming back. We're starting to hit a bit of form, and we've sort of got rid of some of that, I don't know, what was happening earlier in the year. We've got a run of three. Who are we playing this week? Geelong. Geelong. Oh, that's a big test. At Marvel, Friday night, I believe. Yeah, that's it, Friday night, and then we go into the bye. So if we can win against Geelong going into the bye, my goodness. That is setting us up for a big second half of the year. Well, that's right. We're six and five. If we can snag this one, be seven and five and have a break. So Love did you it. go to sleep listening to Bevo last night? Oh, the, in the dulcet in the press tones. Up? Of <laughs> the course I did. Tones. And what did he do? Did, I didn't I know, it, but did I woke he? up smiling. <laughs> I bounced out of bed. I bounced out of bed, did some push-ups, some chin-ups, and some bicep curls. I Angry. doubt he was talking about what we are, about <laughs> the second half of the year is going to be great. We're not going to lose a game. You know, <laughs> you know, make sure you're not taking holidays in September, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so He's not going to come out and say, how good is it? We're going to be top four and get a double chance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the last two weeks of footy. They've been two really good weeks. We're very happy with that. We're up and about. We've had three wins on the trot. We're looking at our fourth this week in Geelong. We're going to switch gears a little bit now. And, Smitty, you've got something interesting you'd like to raise with the listeners. Which bit? Is it the <laughs> I was just leaving it open for you. Whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever you want to talk about. 
a couple of weeks ago, we put up a mystery photo. Now, I must admit, the photo may have been misleading because I just grabbed a silhouette of someone oh. and said, guess who the player is? And I think people were trying to go, is his hair like that? Oh, oh. Shape, shape of his. It was just a silhouette. And unless it's oh, Bailey Smith with the right. mullet, that black silhouette doesn't really help. So sorry to the listeners who were trying to work out who I may have seen at the footy at the Collingwood game, but we had some good guesses. So the, I think the hints were X full forward. Yeah, X full forward, cult 90s era, cult 90s hero. era. We had Mitten Connell. Yeah. Was guess. Wasn't he? I'll great. read out some of the top ones. Uh, Richard Osborne. Oh, Aussie number 44. Then he, he had Hellray? a barrel, didn't, didn't he have a barrel? Oh, Richard he, Osborne. He had a barrel <laughs> chest and he could launch yeah, a barrel. He could launch it. You know, he's one of those uh, yeah. players, four clubs, I think, and he could take his number with him. 44. I think 44, 44 at all. Yeah, four well, clubs. it's not probably not in high demand, 44, really, is it? Well, he wouldn't well, get it now. It's Tim English. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, Richard Osmond, now you said another one there. Danny Delray, another guess. Oh, Danny. So, I've started to look at the photo that I took, and I've started to question myself is it the person I really think it is? And you weren't that uh, sure either. I wasn't sure. You sent me the photo, and I thought, well, it's either who you're saying it is or it's someone who looks a lot like that person because it could have gone either way. And they haven't played since the 90s. So I haven't seen them since the 90s or the early 2000s, whatever it might have been. I mean, that's 20, 20 good years ago. So people change over 20 years. So it's possible that Smitty's just going to put up a photo of a random member of the public who looks a little bit like this player. <laughs> the person who I think I took a photo of, the great Danny Delray. Oh, DDR. Wasn't he a superstar? Now, what number was he? Do you remember? 26. Danny Del Rey or someone who looks a bit like him will be on the post. If, if you're listening, Danny Del Rey lookalike, let us know if that's you. That's what do you mean, Danny Del Rey lookalike? If you're listening, Danny Del Rey. Oh, Danny, if you're what listening, point, he'll be let listening. Us know. That's right. He was leading goal kicker one year. Yeah. It would have been, would have been a couple of years leading goal I reckon. Us, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was very serviceable. What would he have played? 150 games? 100 plus for sure. 100, oh, I think it would be 100 plus. Well, actually, let's, let's talk about that now because uh, Adam Trelaw celebrated his 200th game at Ballarat and probably, what, 20 or 30 for the Dogs? How many years has he been with us? Two, two, is he second or third year with us? Second? Don't know. Anyway. Ask so, Doug Tilner. And I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what I didn't realise. Trelaw started at GWS. That's oh. how much I know about Previous history. I had no idea. I thought he just came straight from Collingwood. When I saw that, I knew that. But if you'd said, who do you play for? I would have said, just Collingwood. Trelaw played 200, and it got me thinking about 200 game players since sort of 1980, 1990-ish. Can you, how many can you name? How many do you reckon? This is without looking it up. Listeners, this is a good one for you. At Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram or at Western at West Bulldogs Pod on Twitter. <laughs> How many players, just off the top of your head, just fire a few through right now, 200 or more. Because I said to Smitty earlier, I reckon it's got to be, since 1980, I don't reckon there'd be more than 20, would there? I feel like a lot more. Yeah, you like feel like got, a lot more. Mm. Don't you think we've got, well, we've got half a dozen or so that have played 300. Yeah, but 200's a lot of games. So, you know, you've I, got to play. I, I'm thinking it's closer to the 50 mark. All right. All right. Well, actually, I'd like to know that. Listeners, who's out there who can tell us since 1980, let's say since 1980, Mm-hmm. How many players have played 200 or more games? I'm saying between 20 and 30. 
It's just Smitty's saying 10 now. He's just bubbed it up by 10. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little bit of margin yeah. on there. Smitty's saying 50 plus. Well, I'm, I'm well, saying 40 to 50, then I'll drop 40, it by 10. <laughs> well, I'm going to run through a few, right? Yeah. Well, we've got the obvious slot. Obviously, we've got the 300 gamers, right? Yeah. What's that? Grant, Jono, Smith, Westy. Doug Hawkins. Now, oh, yeah, since 80s, yeah, Doug Hawkins. That's probably it for yeah. 300, right? So for yeah. 200, I reckon couple of, uh, Crofty. Would Crofty have played 200? Or would he be sitting well, around the one? Whatever he played, they were all terrific every games. Every game of him felt like he felt like a 200 gamer. <laughs> every, time he, every time he stepped out. Liver. What about Liver? Yeah, Liver would have, yeah. Yeah, Liver played 200. What about Jose and Dimmer? I mean, Jose played at North too, don't forget. That's true. And they were, they were like a staple. You know, they were in there every week. They weren't in yeah, and out of the yeah, twos. That's what, they'd be playing 19 out of the 22 every every yeah. year, or if not 22. Yeah, they must have gone very close. Simon Atkins would have played 200, no question. I think there's a lot. That's what I mean. I think there's a lot. Yeah, we've already reeled off five players there. and haven't Simple really Simon? Even, even Beasley? Thought about it. I don't reckon Kennedy? He, I actually reckon Captain. Beasley played less games than you think he did. I reckon he was more mm. like an eight-year player. I'm well, that's right. How many years do you have to play to get the 200? Well, 20 games a year, right? You've got to play mm. at least 10. And throw a few injuries in, maybe a few finals as well. You've got to you've got to be a, you've got to be a ten to twelve year player. Let <laughs> us know, listeners. We really want someone who knows what they're talking about to let us know this week at Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram. How many players since nineteen eighty have played two hundred games or more? <laughs> so we just talked games played, Smitty, and it got us thinking about games played now versus games played back then. Because in mm. the early days. You had 18 on the field and two on the bench, right? Yeah, the 19th and 20th man, they were called. And they weren't guaranteed a lot of game time, were they? Well, back in the day, I believe they only came on if there was an injury. So you, right. you could, if there was no injuries, you don't come on. You don't come on, yeah. No. And I remember <laughs> plenty of times, like if someone's having a bad game, get him off, <laughs> drag him, <laughs> drag him, right? It's no point calling that out now because everyone gets dragged every six minutes anyway. So Rotation. Well, remember when if someone's dominating and the opposition runner comes out and the whole Bulldog crowd's chanting and cheering knowing he's about to be dragged yes. and he's got to do his little trundle off with his little man in his bright tracksuit and oh, everyone's yeah. giving it to him because he yeah. knows he's been dragged. Getting put on the bench was a real insult and mm. it was a real insult if you got picked on the bench because you weren't in the starting 18. These days... Bont starts on the bench. McRae starts on the bench. Like it's a totally different ball game, right? But we do know that if you were the nineteenth or the twentieth man, it counted as a game. Well, you were picked and you were ready to play, and you may play or you may not. Raises the question: Medi sub. So Cleary, medical sub. Lucky for us, no injuries last night. Does he get a game? Well, not does he get a, does he get it recorded as a game? That's what so I mean. He played. He played two, hadn't he? Well, I can, I can probably check the app now and well, see this, if he's played well, three games. Well, you could, but let's throw it out to the listeners because okay. we don't like to do too much research. We don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to hurt Clearly. ourselves. <laughs> I think our <laughs> listeners have worked that out pretty quick. But we would love to know, listeners, and listeners, you can work this out as well, does the medical sub, if they do not go on the ground, get accredited a game played? So could you technically play your 200th game as medi-sub without going on the ground? Well, if anyone has stayed back after a, a game recently, you will notice the medical sub doing a lot of running on the ground. So Is that right? They are clearly 
conditioned to do so many Ks in their legs, they come out as basically the seagulls are coming in for the stray oh. chips and pies that's on the ground, oh. and you are doing running with a fitness instructor out there, oh, high performance really? manager, lots of Ks. So it's almost an extra insult, though, isn't it? It's like <laughs> everybody else is celebrating the win, pouring Gatorade over each other, and you're out running laps like you've done something wrong. Yeah. Oh, brutal. So, so is is there a point that if he comes on? With 20 minutes to go, he's like, yeah, I don't have to do my running here. So there it is, listeners. Let us know at Western Bulldogs Podcast. Do you get a game if you are the Medisub and you don't ex- actually get activated? Guy, you mentioned uh, how it was almost insulting to be named on the bench back in the day. Mm. when And every now and then, and this is back when the coach picked the players in their position, and that's exactly how oh, they're yeah. going to line up on yeah, Saturday exactly. afternoon. That's, so that's where you like, stayed. Oh, that's just, he's put him in the back line, never plays in the back line. But that's <laughs> yeah. exactly where he lines up. And then, of course, coaches got a little bit uh, cloak and dagger and wanted to sort of name people different spots. And now it's just like, I don't know, he just throws 18 magnets at a whiteboard and wherever they stick, <laughs> that's where they're lining up. You know? yeah. Caleb Daniel in the ruck. Yep, why not? <laughs> yep. Uh, but every now and then you'd see a star named on the bench and you thought, oh, What's he done during the week? Yes. Been late for training, yeah, or late been on the booze, oh, yeah, or he's done the punishment, something. wasn't it? Yes, that's <laughs> exactly on the bench. right. Well, and our, in big games, you know, you'd look, you'd almost be staring who's going over to the bench. But now you don't even care because you know within three minutes they're going to be on. Look, I don't know anything about the rotations because I mean, I, I was only recently I discovered there's a certain number, like you can only do a certain number of rotations. Well, that's only new. That's only been in for a year or two. Oh, has it? Because okay, I think, good, good. Well, obviously, it was it was never a problem years ago. And as the sports scientists get involved, and there's some more information about resting and work rates and maximum peak periods, and mm. I almost sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I have mm, absolutely yeah, no idea. That was good. Maximum yeah. peak periods, I like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then they rotate all the time. But I I don't know when to come on. I coach junior footy, and I, I try and watch that and think. How do I manage? He's 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 back on and he's off now. Go. When, when do you, when do they come on? When do they come off? Well, the right. only certainty now is that you kick a guy, you come off. Does that make any sense? I've never understood it, listeners. Why do they do that? At Western Bulldogs podcast on Instagram because they could be your, your full forward could have not had a touch, right? So not really done any running or anything like mm. that. Or it could be the first couple of minutes of the game. Ball goes down, gets it, kicks a goal straight off. Why? It's not exhausted. It's no more exhausting than anything else, kicking a goal. I don't well, as I mentioned, it. I'm no sports scientist, but also if you've used your full 30 seconds, you've actually had 30 seconds of rest. Exactly. Before yep. you've kicked it. Yep. Now, anyone who's played any sport at any level, you get a goal of any sort, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, well, that's what Even some of my wobbly that. helicopter kicks that hey. just went through, <laughs> I'm still pretty happy with myself. You know, they're complaining about, you know, forwards don't kick goals anymore. No wonder. They get dragged every time they kick a goal. <laughs> He's like, I want to stay on, I might miss. I want to get a bit of game time. I'd maybe that's why, we, that's maybe why we miss so many shots. Well, at one point, like, I want to stay on. Yes, yeah, right, right, right. We're winning. We're winning, so it's not going to cost us a I'll game. Point, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, enjoying myself. myself. I'm loving this. <laughs> at one point last night, the, the, it, I can't remember who it was, but it was this, the guy who set the goal up and the guy who kicked the goal both came running off. So it was like it was like they shared it around. So You two, well done. Yeah. Get off. <laughs> get off. I mean, that's that's the bench. I don't get it. I don't get the rotations. And then occasionally you get that time where, say, Bont's off with like seven minutes to go. And for some reason, like the commentator's like, oh, they don't want him to get stuck there. Oh, look, they can't get anyone off. I why can't they get anyone off? I What's think so the ball hard? is on the complete other side of the ground. There must be some 
like the they don't rotate unless they're in the other half near the bench. Because if the ball's oh. on the other side, someone comes off, you gotta wait the whole time until they, they get off until someone else can come back on. Yeah, but for, for Bond, it's worth it, isn't it? Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, <laughs> and, and doesn't Bond sort of like just travel like – doesn't he uh, – what's the word? Morph. No, not morph. Doesn't he uh, – Oh, does he spawn. teleport? Doesn't he spawn? He spawns. He spawns over there. He does. My, kid, my, kids, my he, kids are gamers. They talk about that sort of uh, stuff. I'm trying to think of the okay. word. So that's the interchange bench. It's changed a bit, but it does remind me, Smitty, every now and again we like to talk about our own sterling football careers. And mm. you and I went to school together. We went to a pretty big school. We had six teams. And I generally played in the fourths, which was – not, not great in the fourth, and then one week they'd put this was when they'd, they'd put the printed out and put it up on the notice board, and you'd all rush off on Thursday at recess yes. or whatever it was to see, where, to see what team you're in. <laughs> Remember, also, I'm scanning the fourth, scanning, didn't see my name. What scanning the fifths, scanning the fifths, didn't see my name, scanning the sixth from the back line all the way down, <laughs> and then I look in the bottom right corner, second bench. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> the second, like I was on the. In the sixth, second named on the bench, which technically meant I was the worst footballer at the school. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what happened. Apparently, they thought I wasn't available. So they put me second bench on the well, If you're not available, what are you going to do yeah. down there? I'm no, I'm no more available in the sixth than I am in the fourth. So How did the sixth feel that they put all the unavailable kids in there who aren't going to turn up anyway? <laughs> And I tell you, my mates, oh, they thought that was the greatest thing ever. Me being picked a second bench for the sixth. <laughs> so we mentioned it earlier. We've got Geelong this week at Marvel Stadium, 7.50. That is going to be an absolute blockbuster. Smitty, you'll be there. Oh, absolutely. Yes, can't wait. If we're going to be any good this year and we're going to push deep into September, these are the games we've got to win. We've got to be. And right. I think Friday night at home with some momentum, what better time than now to take them on? So Basil, hopefully he comes good. He's had he's been on the Echinacea and the vitamin C's. We'll get him back up and running. I don't think anyone else is due to come back. I've got to say, I was surprised to see Cody back in last night after three, three weeks after breaking his collarbone. <laughs> Some of these injuries, like you think, are they the real injury or am I really soft? Because I broke oh. my collarbone. Like, oh, bro- I'm not like a contact sport at that level three weeks I later. broke my collarbone playing, again, playing for school. And it was probably about round. Was that about half the bench in the season. six, or was that uh, <laughs> in the tough? It was, the actually the tra- it was actually a training. It was training. <laughs> and and uh, I just called it for the year. I said, "That's it. I'm not playing again." <laughs> so, it wasn't through doctor's orders. It was just you. No, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it was six weeks or four weeks in the sling. I think six weeks potentially getting back out yeah. there. I was like, nah, "I've had enough." <laughs> so, uh... so to see Cody out there after three weeks. And he's throwing himself around, himself. Too. Oh, what? <laughs> I thought he was going to break it again. Oh. So, anyway, there was one one pack mark there. Yeah, Cody oh. actually had, and the only bloke yeah. to take it off him is Norton. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> being Cody's mum and dad just watching him out there. Oh. Just don't know how you could do it. So anyway, looking forward to the game this week. Hit us up at Western Bulldogs Podcast. Tell us if you're going along. Tell us what you think of where we're at so far this year, and if you agree with our analysis that not only do we have to win this week, but if we win this week, we're really setting ourselves up for a good second half of the year to threaten in September when a few weeks ago, that did not look very likely. So any final thoughts? Well, you know what? Three in a row. It's really exciting. You know, Don't think it was only four weeks ago or three weeks ago when we were a bit down after the Adelaide win and, we're a different side, you know. I mm. think the players that he's rotating through with B 
beaten ordinary sides by good margins. We've beaten sides when there's been challenges, and this is the test. You know, this Friday is the test. Get down there, Doggies fans. Get onto us at Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram or at West Bulldogs Pod on Twitter. Let us know how you're feeling almost halfway through the year. We'd love to hear from you. We always come back. And don't forget to look out. Is it Danny Del Rey or is it just someone who looks like Danny Del Rey? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. And Danny Del Rey, if it's not you and you're listening, apologies. But this is a very handsome, well-built man who I Correct. think is probably about your age. <laughs> I'm taking a photo without your consent. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. And we'll catch up with you next week. Other doggies. Go, dogs.